A special thanks goes out to the folks at Anchor.fm for bringing you this podcast. Coming to you almost live, it's time once again for Tom Reads Your Story, the podcast that reads from your social media posts, online articles, and sometimes a surprise or two. So let's start the show. I'm your host, voice actor and podcaster, Tom Zania. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Tom Zania with you back at the new and so improved uh, Tom Read Your Story podcast studios here in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, I got to tell you, the move went smooth for the most part. And I am now in a much bigger space with room to spare in a windowless room that is ideal for a studio in a new microphone, if you can tell the difference. And I think you can. This is a dynamic mic, a CAD mic. Uh that is, of course, made for podcasting. And I'm just thrilled with that. And I'm hoping you will be or are right now thrilled uh, to be here. Um, if it's your first time, thank you for coming around and uh, having a listen. And listen, you know what? If you don't like it, no one's forcing you to come back. And I, and I really hope that you do like the show and do come back. And I hope you like the new improvements. I wish I could take a picture. This is not a video, of course. This is audio. We are a podcast reading your Facebook posts and some other things of my own, uh, my own choosing. Sometimes I just talk. Sometimes I just read stuff uh, that's in the news. And I hope you're hanging along with me because we're going to have a good time. Miles Junction, Rust Belt, USA, where hope is scarce and hardship is a way of life. It's but one of many northeastern Ohio towns long forgotten and left behind. It's residents living on the cusp of financial, emotional, even spiritual destitution. Their lives and others are linked by a ruined yet starkly beautiful post-industrial landscape, a desolate vestige of our fractured American dream. In just the right light is a glimpse at one region's bleak inheritance and the precarious lives of those who remain. Written by William R. Solden and narrated by Tom Zania, listen to this incredible book by visiting audible.com. And we are back. So, first of all, an apology. I'm sorry for those of you who are regular listeners to the podcast. I'm sorry that I've been gone uh, for several, uh, two weeks, I think. Last week, I didn't even put a message out there. 
um, I'm just, you know, the thing of it is moving is really kind of difficult, I think. Uh, I kind of got lucky this time. I had good movers and everything sort of just went well. Um, I am missing a lamp, if you can believe that. But anyway, here's what happened. And I, you know, I said before, I, I had said, uh, you know, I wouldn't discuss why I'm moving again. Because I moved in August. I moved in August to Astoria, Queens, uh, which is a, a very nice, uh, I hate to say this, but it's very white privilege. I mean, it has everything, every kind of restaurant, every kind of food, every kind of store, every, just it's amazing. It's probably the best uh, place for stuff to live uh, in New York City. I mean, it's better than a lot of places in Manhattan, I think. But it's also very expensive, and it's very, very trendy, which I am not. Uh, and I couldn't get used to that. There is a restaurant there that is fantastic. It's a Turkish restaurant called Truvia. T-R-U-V-I-A, I believe it's spelled. If you are ever in Astoria, Queens, go to Truvia. It's right where the, the train ends at Dittmar's Boulevard. It's terrific food. It is so, so good. And I've been there. I think I went there four times. And uh, you owe it to yourself. Great bread, terrific uh, shish kebab. And the rice is like the kind of rice that my mother used to make. And I never thought it's a, uh, it's not fancy rice, but it's rice that it just has a specific taste to it. It's not like Chinese rice or anything else, but they got it. They got my mother's rice. <laughs> it's like tasting my mother's rice. It's very, very good. And uh, so if you're in Astoria, Queens, definitely, definitely go to Truvia Restaurant. Not that there are not a, a bunch of other really good restaurants besides that. There are. I probably didn't go to them uh, because I'm not a restauranty guy. Uh, it's very much... It's for it's for couples. It's very much for people who go out with friends or go out with their significant other. And I don't have a lot of that in my life. So I didn't do much of that. What I did do in Astoria, in retrospect, is I went to a, an open mic night for comics. Now, I didn't go on stage. I'll get that out of the way first. Uh, but it, it's it's a little hard now to commit to going back to this thing, to this little open mic night in back of a pizzeria in Astoria, Queens. 
it's a little hard to get back there because I don't live in Astoria, Queens anymore. I live in Brooklyn, East New York, to be more specific. And uh, hopefully I will make it back and, and will, because uh, I've told a few people that I'm working on material to, to try to, uh, you know, go on, on stage and do five minutes, which is something I've always wanted to try. And the thing of it is, a lot of people who do uh, comedy say, oh, you know, I'm just going to try it this once. And, of course, once they try it, they keep doing it. And sometimes they become famous. I'm not sure that that happens very often, but uh, it is definitely something that people want to do. So... I left Astoria, Queens after three months. Uh, the roommate uh, brought in his fiance, uh, supposedly because the, the building she was living in got shut down because of structural issues. That's the excuse I was given. Whether that's true, I don't know. Personally, I think what he did was he went and got himself a total stranger as a roommate and his girlfriend said, what did you do that for? Why don't you just have me? And I, I think that's what happened. Now, it doesn't matter either way because this is a much better place to live here in Brooklyn. The place is. The neighborhood is East New York. It's not, eh, you know, it's a little dicey. It's not something you go around saying, oh, gee, I live in East New York. It's so wonderful. And there's great restaurants. There's nothing. There's nothing here. You got to take a bus to the nearest place. Fortunately, there is a place called Broadway Junction where a lot of different trains meet and you can go to other places. Like I can go to Myrtle Avenue in Queens in 20 minutes on the L train and do all the shopping I want to do. And I'm good. Uh, but as far as the immediate neighborhood where I live, there's nothing here. Uh, it's a black neighborhood. There's no CVS. There's no Chase Bank. There's no dry cleaners, no bakery. There's a few delis. There is a few good delis and maybe a few good uh, places to get uh, some fast food. But other than that, there's nothing. There is nada. So anyway, I'm going to have to get used to that because... Everywhere, not just Astoria, Queens, but everywhere I've lived in New York has always had a lot of stuff because New York is a walker's place, a person who wants to get out of their, their uh, apartment and see stuff. Now, if that's a store, that's a store, or if it's a park, it's a park. Not much of that around here, and I got to get used to it. Um, I'll be right back after this. 
Do you need a good professional sound for your podcast? I'm Tom Zania, voice actor and podcast host of Tom Reads Your Story. I can give you the sound you're looking for for your podcast intros and advertisements at the price and turnaround you need. So don't hesitate and send me a message at TomReadYourStory at Yahoo.com. And we are back. Listen, I, uh, I covered this when, uh, when we opened the show today. Uh, I'm just glad you're back. Uh, I, 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 um, I don't have a lot of listeners. I have a few supposedly, uh, according to my, um, what do you call it? The not statistics analytics, according to my analytics, I have listeners all over the world. Uh, I don't know about that, but, um, I'm just glad you're listening today if you have friends who are looking for podcasts to to listen to, um, I, I've had I've seen people go uh, on Facebook and say, "Yeah, I'm really looking for podcasts to listen to." I've seen that several times on Facebook. If you know of those people, steer them my way. And uh, maybe they'll give this this uh, place a chance. Uh, if they do, that that's great. You know, no harm in trying. Uh, no one's gonna no one's gonna chase you around and make you sign a document or make you give money or do any of that stuff. It's uh, it's free. Uh, I hope you want to listen. I hope you like it. Uh, and then. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. And it's time to get back to the, the work at hand. Um, moving, like I had said before, can be a very trying experience. Uh, and like I said, this, this neighborhood is very different for me. Uh, it's going to be a challenge. The apartment, I think, so far, is going to be great because I got room to spare I have a window, a windowless room right now, a uh, small windowless room in addition to my, you know, major room where I sleep and, you know, I, I do most of my living. Um, so it's like two rooms for the price of one. And it's something I would pay a, a lot more money for in a nicer neighborhood. And, um, so anyway, I've got a new mic from CAD, and uh, I now have a stand-up recording option. You got the stand-up mic in the corner. I'm looking at it right now. For those who want to sing, like myself, uh, and that's basically it. It's a bigger room. Uh, I'm still working on acoustical treatments because it's a bit echoey. But that's okay. It's not a big deal. Uh, so moving, you know, sometimes can be tough. Uh, and a lot of times it can work out really well. I have something here that I just recorded. Because I wanted to put something in today's show besides the fact that 
uh, I'm saying that I'm, I moved. <laughs> there's not, there's not much to a, a, an episode of just saying, well, I moved and here I am. And this is where I live. But this is something by a gentleman who I think it's Berkowski, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, where he talks about moving and, uh, having to get used to, uh, moving to a new place. Moving Day by John Bargowski Nothing seems to fit through the door of my daughter's room anymore. What we easily carried upstairs 20 years ago gets stuck going back through the doorway or wedged tight in the stairwell. So we have to back up and unscrew the legs from her dresser tap out nails holding the side and top panels of the cedar wardrobe that I'm sure came up in one piece. The narrow curving stairs of our old farmhouse, not a problem for her fiancé, who takes them two at a time and unlike me, who's been twice caught at the back window staring at the yellow walnut, never leaves the room empty-handed. I have moved nine, eight times. Wait a second here. Uh, I think eight or nine times in 24 years in New York. A lot. You know, the thing, the thing of it is New York is very difficult because if you're not from here, you don't realize that you should just stay where you're at. You should just stay. The bit of advice I would give to anyone, if you're from another place like Michigan or wherever, is find a nice apartment and stay there forever. Forever. Because if you move, you have to take another place and the years that have gone by have added more money onto what you're going to pay. And it's going to be less space than what you, than what you had before and probably in worse shape. Just find one good place and stay there. This is what I never seemed to understand. I just didn't get it. I always thought... Well, I can find another place that's bigger and probably even cheaper than this. No, <laughs> you can't. You can't look at what's around you in New York. Everyone here. Most, let me start over. Most of the people living here are strangers living together. You know, that line that Sondheim says it's the city of strangers. He's not talking about dating. He's talking about the fact that everyone here lives with someone they have nothing to do with. They live with complete strangers. Meanwhile, the rich people, you know, 
are are living in those needle shaped sky rise or high rises in Manhattan. Now, if you have a significant other, that's fine. And I'm, you know, I, I I'm speaking for myself here. I don't. So I'm talking about the, you single folks who have to live with God knows who. Um, it's very, very difficult. And uh, this time, hopefully, I've gotten through it. And I do have a lease this time on paper. So I don't think I'll get thrown out in three months. <laughs> so I should be able to stay at least a year. Unless I decide to leave New York forever, which I've been thinking about for a long, uh, for several years now. And uh, anyway, hopefully this will work out. But um, like I said, the place I got is quite the improvement. Uh, space to spare. So if you, you need a place to crash overnight, no, no, I'm kidding. So that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Tom Reads Your Story. Portions were pre-recorded. Tell your friends if you enjoyed your visit today. We're always looking for new ones. Thank you, Anchor.fm, for this opportunity. I greatly appreciate it. And until next time. Good night, sleep tight, and pleasant dreams to you. Here's a wish and a prayer. Let every dream come true. And now till we meet again. Adios, au revoir, I'll be the same. This is Tom Zania. For more information about my availability for your e-learning, audiobook, or commercial project, please visit www.tomzvoices.weebly.com. We hope you come back real soon for another edition of Tom Reads Your Story. Bye.